0: Happy Thursday, everyone! Uh, I hope everybody's having a great uh, well March Madness Thursday. Good as well. If I had my way, I'd probably be sitting somewhere just watching basketball right now. But unfortunately, uh, got to work and I've got work to do. So, uh, so what did I want to share today? So, I basically came on here today to share with you uh, some of the things that I've learned. Right, the email. Right, in Your email copy, your ad copy, uh, whenever you're writing this copy, for those people who don't know, is just your writing. Um, it's just the words that you're using to reach someone else. Uh, so whenever we're writing our email copy, uh, there's a couple of things that you want to keep in mind. Uh, number one, so when you're writing email copy, hey, Mel, how's it going? Uh, when you're writing email copy, you're wording, Right. We and I, you want to avoid we and I. I is the most commonly used uh, word in the English language, the personal pronoun I. If you're writing something to somebody else and you want to engage them, you want to create a relationship with that person, you do not want to use the word I. In particular, we is almost just as bad. You want to use you and your. You want to talk in terms of the other person always Always and forever, you want to be talking about the other person. Uh, everything needs to become from their perspective. So, uh, in the book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, this is one of the things that he really discusses in there. Uh, you need to start with the other person, you need to see it from their perspective and start with the other person. Hey, Richard, how's it going? So, start with the other person's perspective, speak to them. You want it to be like you're in their head, writing. Hey, Roger, how's it going? Uh, So the copy needs to address their fears, their concerns, and you've gotta hit that right out the gate. You can not get this on the back end. It's gotta be right out of the gate. That thing that's most important to them, and most of the time, you wanna put that in the subject line. Something that's really gonna hit home for them. Something that's really gonna get them stay away from the clickbait stuff. You know, things just to get people to click there because most of the time it turns the people off. When they get in there, they're like, you got me. But as soon as they get in there, guess what happens to you? You get more into spam. And that's the last thing you want to do. Sending things that turn you into spam is worse than no email at all uh, because it actually, de- it, you know, you start ending up in other people's spam boxes and never reaching them. So it's very important. So, rule number one these are the five rules number one use the words you and your and right at the front right out of the gate okay how to avoid that number two is how to avoid that spam thing it's got to be personal everything in it has to be personal it has to speak to them uh all of the research out there right now shows that these copy or i'm sorry the email open rates are actually falling 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 all the time so People are sending people stuff. They're getting really long copy to, if you're in healthcare and you're trying to write something to the patient, you want to make it as personal as possible, as brief as possible, something that speaks to them, not just your wording, uh, you know, make sure you're not talking about yourself, talking about your practice, talking about things you're doing. Hey, Paul, Jason, how's it going? Uh, so... Don't do that. So, hey, guys, if you're on here on the live, just type live so that I know you're here or wave at me. Jordan, what's going on, man? How are you doing? Yeah, but just type live. If you're on the replay, just hit replay so that I know that you guys are here. Hey, Dean, how's it going? Um, the other thing, do not do generic emails. This is very, very important, right? We, we all see it. We see it. We see them in our in our folder. What happens You never click through. You never open them. Most of the time, they end up in your spam folder eventually because these things are generic. And I know that you wrote the exact same email. Well, you didn't write the exact same email. You have one email that goes out to 500 people. And that's the last thing you want that somebody that you worked so hard in your practice to create a relationship with. This one-on-one relationship is cheaping it with poor copy. (laughs) Glad you're doing well, Jordan. Uh, So do not do the generic emails keep the copy brief don't get too long because they know it's not real you don't want to cheapen the relationship that you build in the practice so on that end you need to let the patient know that you sent them an email right you can't just katie how's it going you can't just send that this thing out and then act like it never happened the next time you see them at at the practice you need some sort of means of keeping track of that so that when those patients arrive, whoever's talking to them, hey, did you get my email? Right? So now it seems like this is a personal interaction. My software automatically does that, but if not, you need to find some way of doing that. Yeah. 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 Tell stories exactly. You have to tell stories, and you have to make the story something personal that they can relate to. That's that's a whole reason for a story. That's why stories are so powerful because they're so personal. It's something that the other person can relate to, so it speaks to them. So stories are great. Keep them short. Keep them short. People's attention span is short. If your copy is real long, you're you're gonna lose them. Now now, there's people out there that say, oh yeah, copy is great. In certain things, but in healthcare where we have a one-on-one individual relationship with the people, you're not really trying to sell them some $5,000 thing or get them into some mastermind group. You're trying to reach out to them and say, hey, I I care about you. The things that are important to you are important to me. Um, Keep it brief. Keep it visually appealing. Um, Like I said, that long copy, a lot of times... They're just like you and I. They scroll down the page. If there's too much, uh, they don't get into it. You know, even if your copy is really great, if that wording is really great in the first paragraph and you start this very compelling story, yeah. If it gets too long and they're busy, it's not getting read. Now, now that's some people's play. You don't even care if they read it. Uh, you want to, you know, just have something in front of them. Yeah, let's let's try to build a relationship here. Like there, you know, there's, with pa- patients that are already established, you're looking to build a relationship. On front end, now you can get a little bit longer in the copy. Uh, you're trying to show them that you're an expert, that you have a vast quantity of knowledge on the subject. But to someone that's already in your practice, you really gotta keep it short. Hey, Andrea, Anthony, how are you guys doing? Uh, yeah, but again, just let me know if you guys are live here if or if you're on the replay. Uh, so for us in healthcare, which is where I am, HIPAA compliance, HIPAA compliance is a must. If you are sharing anything, uh, if they're responding to the email, this becomes a gray area, right? If they're initiating the conversation with you, it's a gray area. you really got to talk to an attorney about that. Um, I err on the side of caution and recommend HIPAA compliance, you know, use something that allows you to discuss these things freely and get very personal with the other person on this. Um, Number four, consistency in and out of the clinic, right? So for us in physical therapy, right? It needs to be consistent. It needs to be consistent at, at every level, right? So the message on your front end marketing has to match up with your emails, right? You can't have different messaging. You can't be talking to different people in different ways. Hey, Dana, how's it going? How are you? Uh, So you can't be talking to different people in different ways. Like this really, really has to have the same message inside and out of the clinic. Um, The message needs to carry over into the practice, right? So if you send them a personal email at home, it's got to come back whenever they come into the clinic, you need to be discussing the email that was sent to them, right? If not, they know that this is generic and guess what's gonna happen to your open rates? Yeah, you already know they're they're going down. It's hard enough now to keep people on these things to start with. So, hey Molly, how's it going? Uh, So, you know, you really, really need to carry over in the clinic and make sure that you're addressing the fact that they received the email and talk to them about the email that they're receiving. if you're not doing that, you're going to lose people. You're going to lose their open rates. It doesn't matter how good the copy is. You're not going to get as many people as you can if you, in the practice, are actually talking to them and asking them if they read your email. Your open rates are going to go up. The next email is going to go up because they know you're going to ask them about it. You know, and, and the last thing they want to do is just, you have built a relationship with them. Come in there and you ask them, hey, did you read my email? Oh, well, no, I don't read your emails. You know, they don't want to do that. They want want a relationship with you. What are your thoughts on email frequency? Ah, email frequency. So this is, the research out there is kind of mixed, right? So when they're in my practice, I use, there's different points at which I use it. Um, So, you know, after the first phone call, I want to make sure they show up. So after the first phone call, I'm sending them something. I'll send them an email with a video, including where we are, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'll talk about their goals in those. Um, again, those have to be HIPAA compliant if you're talking about the patient's goals. Uh, then after the first visit, you know, there's some, they, they might be getting sore. Maybe at that point you want to send them a thing to set that expectation. Uh, when their explanation of benefits is coming, you know, say... It's at 14 days, 16 days, 18 days. You want to send an email before that to let them know, hey, your explanation of benefits is coming. These things can be big, they can be scary. Don't worry, we're here to help you. Uh, At discharge, I send them to get reviews, that kind of stuff. Um, As far as somebody who's outside of the practice, I I try to do once a week, depending. Um, If they're a person that's likely to return, I'm sending them more frequently. But I always give them a, a small time off, away from you know the practice, so that I just uh, some time away, and then I start up the emails after you know if somebody's likely to return the return campaign. I start at about three months, so I wait until they get a little bit out. I don't start bombarding them about coming back right away. Um, so you want to kind of really wait if you send the video to each lead after the first call, that's called, Oh yeah, actually that, that's not mine. That's uh, Jerry Durham's. He's uh, actually an administrator in the drop the drop offs group with me. Um, yeah. That, that was his idea. Right. So in that video, a little more Jordan to help you out a little bit more in that video you want, or I'm sorry, in that email, you want a video after, after the first phone call. Right, so in there, the video introduces them to their therapist. Right, so they get an email specifically from their therapist. It comes from their therapist, and then there's a video that says, "Hey, this is this is our practice. We're located at 102 North Street. You know, whatever your address might be. uh, You know, and you show them." This is where our parking is. This is where our front door is. This is our reception area. This is Tracy, whom you probably already spoke to, our receptionist. Hey, Nikki. So that, then, from there, uh, you know, you introduce them to the staff. You show them the place. Right? They have a lot of questions. They they have a lot of doubts. they they're afraid. You know, people thought, Oh, I was to therapy and it hurt. So there's a lot of fear and doubt that these people have. The more you can remove that, the more likely they are to show up, right? Because that's the ultimate goal, you know, to get them to actually show up for that first visit. Then from there you can build that relationship. But yeah, you've really got to do that. Uh, The other thing, number five, Well, I got way off track here (laughs) or our five things, five, we want to, in our email, we want to brand, but not market, right? What what do I mean by branding? Right. So branding, you can put your company logo there, uh, but you want to keep it personal. You want it to be from your personal email. You want your picture on the email. Um, You don't want to market in this. Um, These emails, you're trying to build a relationship. Right. And if you're slapping your brand all over the place, it's losing you're losing the relationship it cheapens the relationship you know it's like giving somebody uh, a gift with your stuff your names all over the thing it cheapens the gift because you are they can see you're not just doing this out of the goodness of your heart for me you're actually trying to build brand here you're actually trying to sell me something here or get other people to see that i use your stuff right so when you're doing this with the emails you don't want to brand you want to just a little brand somewhere and leave it at that you do not want to talk about your practice you don't want to be mentioning your practice all throughout the thing uh what we do at bella care physical therapy no you don't want to do that that's not what That's not what the email is for. The email is for them. The email is to build a relationship with them to, to um, help remove their fear, their doubt, their uncertainty around what's going on, to help clarify things for them, to help set expectations. Right? So if you're, if you're branding, it's okay. If you're advertising or marketing, you start to lose the person. So, Really try not to do that especially with your past patients and delegate right uh, so if you're not good to copy, don't do it um, I actually I'll give you a thing below if you um, write copy below so that I will send you uh, my article that I wrote on how to how to write this copy how to make it uh, something that's personal, basically covering all the things we did in more depth. All everything that we discussed in a little more depth. So if you just put copy below, um, I will get that over to you. Uh, so again, delegate. So maybe you have somebody write this copy for you. Maybe you're not good at it. You know, there's only so many tasks we can do in a day. You only got two hands, so you can only do so much with it. So sometimes it's better to delegate it. You know, find a great copy guy, pay them to do your copy. got guy, girl, whatever, find them to do your copy. Um, you know, because there's only so many hours in the day, guys. And, and if you're really good at something, you should probably make money doing that. Um, we fall into the trap. A lot of people do me included, do everything yourself, do everything yourself, do everything yourself. And it's counterproductive. You know, you're doing a task that you might be able to pay somebody $15 an hour to do, you know, well, as a therapist, you might be making fifty dollars an hour, you know. So it doesn't make sense for you to, hey, Ally, how's it going? Um, it doesn't make sense for you to actually write this out yourself. Um, it's it's a lot better play to delegate it out and uh, I let other people do that. So just to review the five things: number one, in your emails, use the words you and your, and never use the words. Hey, Alex, how's it going? Uh, Jordan, ah, yeah. So use the words you and your, and never use the words we or I. The personal pronoun I is like the worst thing that you can do in your email. Do not do it. They don't care about you, they care about them. So talk to them. Um, So that's number one. Number two, how to avoid the spam folder. You have to make it personal you've got to tell the story, you've got to make it something that they can relate to. Um, And you have to make it personal then. Avoid that real super long copy for somebody that you have a relationship with, like a patient that's already established, that's already come or called your practice. You wanna avoid that real long copy. Uh, If you're making it real personal, talking about their back, their personal goals, it's gotta be HIPAA compliant. Uh, Number three. Kind of already touched on this a little bit keep them brief we want to be brief and to the point on these things uh for somebody that you have an established relationship with you're not looking to like really brand and sell them this is an outreach do you want to remove fear doubt and uncertainty to that end you don't want it to be real long you actually want them to read the thing um number four consistency the messaging you have to let them know that you're sending an email you have to let them. You have to ask if they've actually read the email. Did you get my email? Um, So that consistency, this also has to match up with your advertising up front, right? So so your advertising, your messaging, and your advertising, it has to spill over into your emails, right? So that brand consistency is there, (coughs) which leads me to the final. Number five, brand, but don't market, okay? It's okay to put your logo there. Leave it at that. Don't talk about your practice. Don't talk about anything else. You want this to be something that is building a relationship with them, all right? Putting your logo everywhere, talking about your business everywhere, it cheapens the email. They can see right through it just like you can when somebody sends you stuff that you know is marketing to you. So don't do that. Little brand, you want to be personal. You want your face there. Uh, Well, not necessarily your face. The therapist's face. Whoever's taking care of them, that's whose face you want there. The person whom they have the relationship with. Uh, the, The copy should seem like it's coming from that person. You know, not general, generic copy. And avoid talking about yourself and your business in there because it'll ruin that relationship that you fought so hard to build um so i think that's about all i've got guys uh hey happy uh first thursday of march madness uh everybody enjoy the tournament i know i'm going to tonight that's on my to-do list watching basketball and my wife will love to hear that i'm sure hey everybody thanks for stopping in questions anything below you want my uh information on uh my article on copy just mentioned copy below and uh i'll get all that stuff over to you hey thanks everyone for checking in and uh, have a great day